on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the BHD podcast. Uh, very happy to have uh, Mel. Is that is that is that what you're short for? Yes. Mel. Okay. Very happy to have you on, and uh, very nice to meet you. By the way, uh, I know this has been talked about for the last couple of weeks, trying to get you know in touch with everything that we're doing. But I feel like you're a very busy person. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like you have a lot going on. So that's really cool, and just to have you know people come in and just share you know what they're about and what they're trying to do with you know, their presence on social media or with their presence um, in general. So how about you just kind of give us a little rundown of uh, what you're about and where you come from? Okay, my name is Mel. It's short for Melissa. And um, I just turned 25. Okay. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, Just moved from California to Arizona. What's that Um, drive? Five or six hours, obviously, with the time change to currently right now. Um, it's, it's, it gets pretty, it gets pretty long, you know, but. Well, I know just how we talked about it. Like mm-hmm. I always, for a while, I was thinking that you weren't living here cause it always seemed like you're okay. out, you know, in California. So I'm sure that drive can get long cause I'm in New Mexico and I probably go back, you know, I was going back for once or twice every other month. So five yeah. hours does get long. Like that's yeah. about the same drive that I have. So I can, I can understand why that is, but why are you in California so much? Uh, my family, oh, okay. my family's there and I'm out here. So I kind of made that move big family oriented. Uh, yeah. I mean, I try to go back and then obviously a lot of collaborations and things, okay. are, you know, people and, and, and Cali and everything like that. Like what kind of cal- collaborations are you doing? Uh, meeting with other fitness influencers okay. or just other coaches in general. And just like, you know, they're showing me stuff. I'm showing them stuff. Yeah. Helping each other grow through, you know, posting and mm-hmm. staying consistent with that. So. And that's something that really caught my attention about your Instagram was it was very fitness heavy. And mm-hmm. just to see the the amount of following that you had, which is honestly pretty successful, like congrats on that. Thank I'm sure it's you. a lot of work. Like it's really cool to see other people that can incorporate fitness on top of like social media and really use that to their advantage. So yeah. I think that really caught my eye in terms of like, oh, that's be cool to cool to be able to bring someone on here that can give us a little spill of like what it's like to be a fitness influencer officially. Um, but how long have you been in the game for? Um, I've been at it since 2015, like social media wise. Uh So, and then I've been an athlete my whole life. So I guess it's kind of been on me, like, you know, lifestyle wise, everything, but gym wise, I would say since I was 17. Okay. Yeah. Um, athlete, were you playing any sports like growing up? Yeah. I was playing soccer, track, uh, volleyball, everything, like literally everything. So yeah, I was, uh, what's it called? Or I did four uh, sports in high school. Oh, shoot. Okay. And yeah. like college offers or anything like that? Uh, college, I played soccer for two years. Oh, sweet. City. Very cool. But, you know, it was still something. <laughs> yeah. I, women's soccer is just unreal. Like, yeah. I, it is way more physical than men's soccer. For, for yeah. sure. But, like watching from the outside in, like I was able to be able to experience that for a while. But just the women's games were so much more fun to watch. Like, yeah. yeah they guys are sissy. Are. Guys are sissy <laughs> when it comes to like soccer. I, I'm be not floppy. Even yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But yeah. no, I was just, it's like watching a football game out there sometimes because it gets mm-hmm. physical and I like how, you know, the rest just let them play and, you know, you don't really see that in on the men's side of things. But And we like to talk. Yeah. Feel, yeah, really, we like to talk. <laughs> it's fun. Like college soccer was one thing that like I would never watch it on TV, but it's just something like where you're there watching it. It's just mm-hmm. so much more fun to watch because how strategic it is and just how physical it can get. Mm-hmm. But now do you think that, you know, having that, um, experience playing sports just made you a little bit more have have a bit more of an edge when it came to like training and lifting and all that. 
Yeah, I definitely, I wish I'd learn more weight training uh-huh. as an athlete. And that's something that I want to like eventually incorporate yeah. with uh, some of the younger heads, you know, like yeah. in high school, because I wish I learned like proper form or like right. our parents were like, Hey, lifting's bad for you. Mm-hmm. Like at that age when in reality, it's, I think it would have been more beneficial and would have prevented a lot of injuries at the age that's true. in high school. What do you so, think is a good age to start getting into lifting with a bar and lifting actual weight? Because I kind of see it. I can see it on both sides. Like I know coming from like playing sports in high school, I was never the biggest. I was weighing like 140 pounds. So I mean, in football, you're always squatting and power cleaning or whatever. But at what age do you feel like, you know, kids should start picking up a bar and actually testing themselves a weight without hurting themselves? I think because uh, a lot of gyms right now are le- letting kids have memberships. I believe it's at 12 or 13 years old. Wow. I didn't I know that. I think in Ca- at least in Cali, I know there's a couple. Yeah. But obviously you have to come in with an adult or you're. You oh, know, OK. Someone. I thought you meant like they can sign up for a membership. Oh, at no, no, 13. no. I mean, sorry, with an adult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. No. So I would say maybe like 14, 15 years old, they should obviously they're you know trying to be more active and everything yeah. especially trying out for high school sports mm-hmm. or anything well now like it's that. on tiktok all the time like you see you know just kids are probably wanting to really feel what it's like to take pre-workout or like dry scoop you know which yeah. was a big trend for a while but um it's funny that you mentioned that because last night i was at eos and a group of six or seven kids showed up like yes. 12 to 13 years old and one kid was wearing like a spider-man outfit onesie and then <laughs> there was like four or five girls with them and another kid was wearing like a ski mask and they were just at the bench trying to see how much weight they could put up and laughing and joking around and i'm like it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt you know? yeah they'd like, be hurting each other up i definitely yeah. see that but then i'm like it's not funny when you drop no. the weight or something you know break a finger yeah yeah it's just and it's it's scary like you said i think it would be really cool to have that knowledge and be able to share that knowledge with these kids that mm-hmm. you know it couldn't be something to look forward to and be fun but at the same time you can hurt yourself like anything yeah else. yeah yeah exactly yeah so do you um where do you train at out here? Like, which gyms are you really usually at? Um, I'm a big gymmy person. I like going to different gyms. Okay. I like going to certain gyms because they have certain machines that not, True. you know, your commercial gyms would yeah. have. So today I went to track in downtown Phoenix. They okay. have that traditional, like, the old school weights and stuff. But obviously right. they're nicer machines. But um, they're not, they wouldn't have their typical, like, machines at, like, LA Fitness. Like a commercial. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So... I've been there, EOS for sure, just because it's 24 hours. And then I yeah. can take that back home in Cali. I use that same membership. And Makes then sense. Vasa, I've been to Vasa a couple of times. Okay. And what is your, what is your take? I like always ask, I always like to ask, you know, gym people, like, are they a private gym or a, or a commercial gym kind of person? Like, what do you think? So in off season for my type of training, yeah. I, I don't mind the commercial gym. Okay. Once I get in my prep mode and competing mode, private. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know there was an off season. Okay. Like mm-hmm. what is, what does that entail of what's an off season? Off look season like? is like, you know, you meet up with your coach. If you uh-huh. want to continue to grow, this is what we need to do. Okay. You know, more weight or more food, everything like that. And then in my cutting season, like prep mode, like strict diet, everything like that, you have to be focused. And for me, like okay. I get gym anxiety sometimes. What does that entail of? Like, what does that look like? uh you not wanting to go to the gym or you're okay. like you know pushing like oh i'll go later you know like just lagging oh, right, and everything yeah. like that or you at the, you're at the gym and like you're just stressed out or like you know someone's yeah. on the machine that you want to use which happens messes all the up, time yeah, yeah, up yeah, your yeah routine or whatever dang i didn't even think of it that way so mm-hmm. um when it comes to in season what is it month wise what does an off season look like? like how many months are you in an off season for 
Um, or weeks. I would, say, I would say you guys based it off of weeks, right? Yeah, 12 weeks or 14 for okay. off season, just depending on what the coach is seeing or how your body is reacting to certain stuff, like okay. training-wise, uh, food-wise, everything like that. If you're getting enough sleep, everything like that all takes takes a big role. Now, does that you guys base your off season off of how many competitions you're going to do in a year or do you guys kind of work around mm-hmm. like maybe we'll do this one we'll for sure do this one like what does that look like uh for me since i did switch teams um most most from what i've heard uh-huh. that they want us just to see how we are, we're gonna cut like overall with their oh, okay their plan and everything like that and then they'll lay go from out. there yeah it's I mean, expensive yeah it's expensive so for a team is that like a membership monthly or yearly that you put into or so how, what do you do with that? My team, it's like coaches. They're online coaches that I pay okay. X amount of money up front and then they diet you for those that type of show or okay. that type of competition. In and general. how many coaches do you have? I have two. It's a couple. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. cool. They're husband and wife. Yeah. And so they used to compete back? She still currently competes and All he right. used to compete. And she's the same age as me. Oh, that, really? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. To be able to share, especially because it's so weird. Like, I feel sometimes we can get kind of egotistical when it comes to, like, people that are the same age as us. Where it's Mm. like, oh, I know more than you. Yeah. Or, like, even just in terms of, like, gender, when it comes Mm -hmm. to gender. Like, not many women are very big into lifting as, you know, men would think. Like, it's so stereotypical. So, I don't know. It can just be a weird dynamic, especially in the gym. Because it's such, like, a, it has such, like, a manly vibe Mm. to it. So, that's. That's cool, though. That's cool that people are out there just, you know, putting their pride aside to be able to share with others. So, yeah. And then for sure, too, there's if you say you compete and a lot of people like they either fuck with you or they don't, you know, like, yeah, they they kind of get either intimidated or just like uh. I've come across the TikToks where it's like, you know, those ones that compete, you always know which ones are competing at the gym because they just be in their own little area or their own little yeah. lane. And they just don't really fuck with the people that go there. They just kind of like to fuck around and whatnot. Yeah. So. It's it's weird, you know. But yeah, you. I don't know. I'm very things. big on like reading a room and feeling a vibe. So yeah, like, yeah. That's kind of where I've gone with with EOS. Honestly, like I just I feel like I've eaten so much of it up to the point to where like I want to test myself in other waters. Like mm. you know, we've been talking about just in terms of just financial wise, like it'd be a lot cheaper just to get like a membership at a private gym and just share it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been, I've been to a, a couple or not a couple. I've been to one back home and I enjoyed it so much. Like I, it's a different energy. You know, uh-huh. I push myself completely different, and there's just so many different, like you said, machines yeah. out there that you can utilize and. I think I'm, I don't know, ready for something like that within the next couple of months. But yeah, it is something that you have to like prepare for because it's a different mentality. Like you walk in and you see people that, you know, look the part yeah, and are yeah, working. Yeah. And you got to be like, all right, now I got to show up. Cause yeah, you exactly. You can't just be messing around in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, it's it's really cool to like learn more about what it goes, what goes into just competing in general. Because I wouldn't think of it in, t- in terms of like an off season and the whole mental part of it. It's just. It's a different kind of stress. It has to be. It it is. And um, it's something where like when people come to me, they're like, oh, I want to compete. I want to compete. And I'm like, yeah, do your research. It took me two years before I actually decided to step on stage. I went to shows. I watched YouTube videos. I watched everything so I could just get as much knowledge as possible. And then Mm -hmm. obviously when it came down to it and go and going through the process to see your body transition in like, yeah super super skinny super lean like you have to be checking in weekly you have to be hitting your cardio daily everything like that and making sure you got all your food in i eat about six times a day like dead ass how many, <laughs> how many calories do you eat 
Uh, right now it's a little bit more around like 1800, 1900 okay. calories. But when I'm dieting, it's, I can't even, when it gets, when we get leaner and leaner, yeah. it's about like, I want to say a thousand, maybe 1200. That's calories. crazy. Yeah. That's at like, that's, straight that's at for 5% sure. to 7% body fat. Wow. Yeah. See, that's, that's just a different ball game. Like I just, I'm, I love to eat, you know, yeah. like I wouldn't never sit here and think right now that I'd be able to be in, you know, comp mindset because like you said it's just a different type of mindset and you got to really be able to dictate a certain amount of time and you got to put the effort and energy into it like anything else which again i give props to people that you know can go out of their way and really change their mindset and look one way and down the road in a month or two months and look completely different and like that's, yeah I, I respect people like that you know because it takes a lot you know it takes a lot to wake up and even just go to the gym at a certain time for three or Every four day. days a yeah. week mm -hmm. and you know to take it to that next level it's like you're a pro you got to be a pro to do that i'm trying to i'm trying to get there <laughs> and i feel hey, everyone has to you know you gotta yeah. you gotta figure out what works for you but um so how does the gym with all this going on you know and you you know, working and doing your research, <clears throat> how easy was it for you to be able to come across people that were willing to pay you to do what you love to do? Oh, man, it's still not easy. Yeah, it's still not easy. A lot of people still just want their, little, you know, summer's coming up and everything. Yeah. They're like, I'm trying to go on a trip at this amount of time. I'm mm -hmm. like, you can't, like people, are, uh, what's it called? Right now, everyone wants instant gratification. Yeah. Everything's quick. They don't want to wait. They don't want to take it through their time. And I tell them every single time, it's like, I've been at this for, I don't know, seven, seven eight, nine years now. Okay. So it, for me, it's like, A, start now so that, like, by the time you're a mom, you have kids, like, yeah. you can continue to keep doing that, not just like, oh, I'm going on vacation, mm -hmm. you know, so. No, I, I, I've seen, I agree. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of my friends, too, and we always had conversations. It's like, do this for yourself and for your future kids to come because what if you're not there for them, you know? Like, why not make the change now so that you can continue to live that life and then continue that on? Yeah, there's a certain level that you kind of want to make, like, a priority to <clears> live <throat> at. And like you said, people that come, even just friends in general, like, friends mm -hmm. that you want to surround yourself around, they you want to be able to set that bar because you're passionate about it and I would be crazy. Like I don't have the most friends in the world, but the friends that I do have know that I take the gym serious. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I will go to the gym, even if it's, you know, I'm out till two in the morning. Like I might go later, but yeah. I will make it a priority to go to the gym, but you can't be surrounded around people that don't, you know, want to do the same things or be at the same point of something as you do, especially when it comes to stuff that takes care of your health. Yeah. 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 And one thing I've seen over the last couple of years since I've still been at it for such a long time is to see my friends like they're slowly getting there too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone has their fun too, like going out, going out to eat and mm -hmm. drinking, whatever. But to see my friends that were like, Hey Mel, let's go out. Let's go do this. Let's go yeah. here. And now they're the ones that are like, Oh no, let's go to the gym first. And then That's we'll dope. go out. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, like, they're they feed, me. Yeah, yeah, they feed off of you, which is really cool to it see. It took them a while, but you know what? It's good to see them change. Yeah, themselves. and you can't force someone to do something like that. Like, yeah. that's a huge just lifestyle change. I know mm -hmm. for a while, like, you know, we're binging where we're going out Thursday through Sunday, and it was always going out, going out, and going out. And we we're going to the gym, but it's like that at, at some point, it doesn't balance out. Like, you're not getting, you're not rewarding your body enough to, for the amount you're drinking. Yeah. And I remember just taking, like, a break from just not even going out for a month and seeing how much my body changed and seeing uh -huh. how much more yeah. I filled out and just, 
you know, how everything just looked more proportional. I was like, dang, man, like, this is crazy. It was tough. Trust yeah. me. It was not easy. Like, staying in, it's just like, all right, it's 11 o'clock. I'm usually, you know, getting ready or we're already taking shots. It's like, what do you do with that time? But yeah. to be able to put in all that work and you see it, you know, not like you said, instant gratification, but you trusting it and you see it finally happen. You're just like, all right, yeah. I can do this. I can yeah. sacrifice going out maybe once a weekend, twice, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, you know, it's just about that balance. So that's that's cool to see because, you know, people like that are what are supposed to be a part of your circle because the yeah. ones that don't want to do stuff like that usually don't work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I noticed that, too. I, I went out, like, for my birthday and everything. And then mm-hmm. this past weekend I went out, and I, I could feel it in my body. Like, it's crazy. I'm, like, I feel, like, puffy, swollen, uh-huh. as you know, with the alcohol. Like, yeah. it makes you hold a lot more water, like, water retention. And I'm like, yeah, this is not, uh-uh, I don't like the feeling, it's uncomfortable. So it just kind of reminded me, like, hey, this is why I like to eat good. This is why I only drink water or, like, sense. certain drinks I, I'd rather not. Well, yeah, I'm not really an alcoholic person anymore. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I'm I not an alcoholic, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I like to drink. Like, I'm not to that extent, but, no, I do enjoy oh, drinking. I had my fun. <laughs> but uh, I, I bet it, you can feel it like that. Like, I feel, in terms of just drinking and waking up the next day, I just feel gross. Like, yeah. I just... It's, I can't really base like what it feels. Yeah. Dehydrated. I just feel gross. I don't feel energized. And the days that I crave more waking up to the days that I don't go out and drink Mm -hmm. when I'm hungover, I'm like, man, all right, I don't know if I want to do this for a while. Like, especially now, cause you know, I don't, we don't really go out very much anymore, but it's like, you have that, you have that good feeling that, you know, and then you wake up that one time, you don't even drink that much. It's like, you have like a couple shots or a drink for, uh, for, for dinner. Uh And oh yeah, your stomach for me, my stomach always hurts. And it messes up your whole eating routine that day. Like I don't eat until maybe 11 or 12 o'clock during the day. Whereas Uh I'll wake up hungry at eight o'clock in the morning. And it's just that that yeah. one little meal that you miss out on, it just it ruins the whole day. Yeah, it definitely messes with your metabolism for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, what about caffeine? Are you big on oh, caffeine? Oh, yeah. I drink so much coffee. How, I drink all my energy. How many milligrams do you take in a day, do you feel like, on average? Probably like 600, to be honest. Really? And on top of that, you're like so, doing the water thing too? Yeah. So I drink like, this is my like go-to routine. I drink one venti iced black coffee with an extra shot of espresso from oh, Starbs. Oh, dang, okay. And, and then how long does it take you to finish that? Doesn't normally like it takes about an hour, maybe less. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. I drink coffee like water. <laughs> That's nuts. And then I'll have my energy drink, like if I need one throughout the day, or I have another cup of coffee. Yeah. So and in, in the energy drink cans, about two hundred to three hundred milligrams per the can. And then are you lifting in the evening or in the yeah, morning? Yeah, at night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what what are your uh what are your supplements that you're taking right now? Um your typical, you know, protein, protein mm-hmm. shakes, whatever. Um let's see, my greens, a fiber supplement I also take. Okay. Digestive enzymes. Um what else? And then obviously my pre, my energy drinks and stuff, but so you probably have to my learn. my kitchen literally it's zinc, uh, vitamin it's C, just a bunch of vitamins air, vi- yeah, across everything. the shelf. It takes up a whole whole shelf. Yeah, that's funny. You you already know when people. It's an investment like for sure. Vitamins, oh, dude, just, they're expensive. Just in general, like today, buying like restacking our supplements, I was just like, man, like they're go to Dollar Tree. They have the your basic like vitamins. Oh yeah, I bet. I, I bet, and there. we're not even talking about like just vitamins, just in general supplements, like your your pump, your you know your protein, your pre workout. Like yeah. 
it is crazy how much it's gone up since you know maybe two years ago yeah. like i'll tell this story until i die when i meet someone that's in the gym realm like we went to um man what's oh, i forget the gnc we went to gnc uh-huh. to get pump and i was just starting to get on pump so we go in there and the guy's just like uh what you looking for man i'm like oh we're looking for some pump um he's like oh we're we're on back order right now. He's all it's been like this sure. for three or four months. This oh, was in sure. January. Wow. And I was like, three or four months? I could understand like two weeks because, you, know, yeah. you know, New Year's resolution or whatever. And he was like, no, nah, man, like we don't have, you know, we have capsules. That's about it. But yeah. in terms of just, you know, your powdered pump, like, or creatine, yeah. we don't we don't have that right now. You couldn't go into the, anywhere in the valley and find something like that. And I was yeah. just like, that is crazy. So, you know, supply and demand, but it's just, it's, it's definitely investment now. Like you really got to put your money you know where your mouth is and actually go and go to the gym like i'm not going to spend 50 dollars on some pre-workout or even just on creatine and not utilize it and make sure it's getting used yeah and that's another thing too people overhyping creatine it's like for me it's your last supplements like to go that route is last yeah. resort so for me i'd rather have all my meals that i can and then you know if, say if i don't want one meal then i'll have my protein shake and add that in so. yeah that's kind of how i am with protein because i just have a really like stomach when it comes to just any type of dairy so i would rather you know get in my protein in my meals than to take a scoop the only time i'll usually take a scoop is if i miss out on like a like a high protein meal and i'll just use that but yeah i feel like everyone has their own little things that they kind of replace with you know a certain supplement which again you got to do your Mm. research for because you can't just be taking stuff in your body like these kids are doing nowadays bro even tiktokers that are going to the gym like some of these like women out here and these men out here that are just going for the first time and they're already taking pump creatine pre-workout because they see some random person like putting it out and it's just like it's okay if you've been in the game for six or seven months or at least a year but you know gorilla mode is not the answer i'm sorry yeah and also too the biggest thing i don't know if you remember a couple months back when people were dry scooping yes and still i was doing it i'm not even i was i was was too but then i started reading and everything like that Mm -hmm. and then People are making TikToks like, oh, I don't care, like, whatever, yeah. you know, straight to the dome. And I'm like, bro, uh-uh. If you, and for a while, like, I was, I don't know, I was probably, I've probably taken pre-workout for, like, four <laughs> or five years. So, like, I understand. And I was like, you know what? That makes more sense. Like, it hits you quicker. You know, you'll get your, your little tingles or whatever going a lot faster. It's a shitty feeling, though. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, especially with some of them because mm-hmm. there's some pre-workouts that just only give you anxiety compared to the caffeine yeah i i started with c4 that's what i started with oh, okay. my back in the day with the, yeah. the dry before they came out with the energy drink so every now and then i'll have the c4 mm-hmm. but man i'm like hours later i'm itching my hands are, i'm still like kind of up like paranoid no like, and that's like something that but other energy drinks don't don't have like don't cause that so and that's why i've got out of that phase like i feel like pre-workout for the people that are getting into the gym they're only doing it for the tingles like mm-hmm. they put that ingredient i don't even remember what ingredients yeah, called, I don't know what it is. but either. um they put that ingredient in there and i feel like that's why people take it they're not even taking it for the caffeine they just want to feel like oh that's it's it. hit it's hit now uh, so, you know what I mean? we both i'm like know you guys like drugs too <laughs> yeah exactly like we both know that's not the caffeine uh, no. talking that's your that's your you know your something else that you've been yeah. doing on the side but um yeah it's crazy like i said i stopped i read something where it said like pre-workout is meant to be diluted in water Mm -hmm. and you have to let it sit for at least a few minutes so you know everything can get mixed in and then you take it and you know it's just important to understand and read stuff that you do like any type of like supplement i get i ask the guy like yo what's 
Like what's in this that makes it good? Like tell me, like show mm-hmm. me the ingredients. Cause I'll look at that label and I'm like, I'm not very experienced in like reading labels and knowing what each thing is. So I'm just like, just give me like two or three things that like pop out to you that really like promote you to really, you know, put this out there and they'll just yeah. tell me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, and then I'll do TikTok reviews too. Cause it's so easy to get the knowledge, bro. Like there's no yeah. reason why people cannot get knowledge on TikTok. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's very true. It just it makes it makes no sense. But um, I really wanted to like, you know, go into, you know, the people that have like, I'm sure you got like promo codes and everything out there. Right. Yeah. So at what point did people start reaching out to you like that in your, um, you know, in your in your levels of, you know, going through your gym career? And- uh, you know, what's crazy is um Ever since I started, a lot of my friends are like, "No, why aren't you promoted? Why aren't like yeah. why aren't you branded?" Because I I feel like in my city back home, like I was that person that kind of okay. itched everybody onto it. Yeah. You know, I was just doing my own thing. Everyone was like, "No, like let's go out." But um, I recently hit ten k once since I moved out here within the last oh, shoot. five. It was honestly maybe four months. I gained five gra- or five gra- <laughs> five k <laughs> followers in the last like three months. Wow. You know, on Instagram analytics and everything yeah. like that. And I was like, That's What were you crazy. doing? You were just posting videos? Literally posting all my workouts and okay. what I was doing, kind of like recording throughout my day. Yeah. And I, as you probably see now, it's like, I'll be here, I'll be there. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just like people want to know what you're up to it's in a hungry. way. Like, people are hungry for this kind of knowledge, man. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, and just the gym knowledge in general. People just, anything with gym, it's like, Oh, like, tell me more. Yeah. And then for sure, I've noticed that, you know, all the people I follow now, they're on the same type of path. Mm-hmm. But I I have my, you know, my local friends that have their own brands and stuff. So, like, okay. they, yeah. there's one, um, she'll send out clothes for me and if I tag her and things like that. So, that, for me, I, I've always been that type of person. I support small businesses. Like, oh, yeah, whatever sweet. it is, dude, like, any way that I can help, like, let me just. That's that really cool. Especially to be surrounded around people, like have friends that start their own brands you know it just makes it that much easier yeah. and then you get you know we're having this conversation like there's a you know i have friends that you know live here that i've met and come across to have their own brands too but we all had a conversation and they made it a good point to you know let the group know like it only it only takes one yeah. like i have i think i only have like 15.4 thousand tiktok followers but he, they're just like bro yeah, that's, that's 15.4 yeah. tiktok thousand tiktok followers that we uh, we don't have so yeah. you could be the one that throws everyone out there and promotes yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. out there and who knows sure. it hits and it gets uh-huh. out there and i'm big on that too like i'll support anyone that i know like i have yeah. a couple of friends that one she just got into like posting her workouts and stuff and i'm uh-huh. like boom putting it on my page and yeah. then my other buddy does photography and anytime that he gets stuff i'll put it out but yeah, no it's yeah. huge to have that because it all, only takes one and then it just helps other people out that you know you know be better and just keep growing as you know time goes along then that's the only reason i would know is because you promote it, you know, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. saw your page. So word of mouth is huge, especially on social media. And also, too, I've noticed this over the years and just the genuine, like, you have to make sure that they're genuine about it. Oh, because definitely. there's been times and I've learned through the, like, just being in this is that those people's intentions aren't always good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can see that. And it definitely took it. I learned it the hard way, but. yeah you you live and you learn yeah and you know from where i live like it's very small so people always kind of down and talk shit on people that want to start their own brand or want to start their own like 
you know, podcasts or start uh-huh. posting out their stuff. Like you see anyone in our town that are doing photo shoots, you're going to get talked about. They're like, oh, or what are you doing? Yeah, like, like, oh, they're just trying to be an Instagram model, which no one gives a fuck about. Like, but then they're really the first to watch yeah. and pay attention uh-huh. all the time. I'm and like, it's like, and that's what, that's what small time vibe, vibes are. And moving out here, it's not really the same. Like, I feel like I see a lot more creatives out here, but mm-hmm. it's the intentions. Like he said, like I've come across some people that I just don't feel like they got the right vibe on them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very like particular about who I kind of want to be around and who I kind of want to like network with. And you know, it's huge because I want to make sure like when it comes to my brand, I want to make sure my brand is being, you know, represented in a way that I would hope it could be represented and not by someone that's just like, Oh, I'm just getting free shit out of it. Or like, Oh, I'm just, they have 10, you know, a hundred thousand followers. So I'm just giving them stuff. But then they're a shitty person. Yeah. yeah, And just using them up. So it is, it's a, it's definitely a, a, a very particular game that you got to play with everything and you know getting to know people and genuine people is hard yeah it's very challenging and also too the stuff that i wear like i'll share about or like certain brands like um like gymshark i i started with gymshark okay you were back one of the, in the first day, one yeah of the one of those originals okay but i mean some of their stuff it's hit or miss but like i'm not gonna wear something that i'm like not comfortable or what yeah, i wouldn't exactly. suggest you know, so that's another thing too. I'm big on that. It's like, hey, like, what what is that gatekeeper? My yeah. friends sometimes be calling me gatekeepers, and I'm like, dude, sometimes I don't remember where I got st- stuff from, or they're from yeah, Amazon. Sure. I don't always remember the link or whatever, you know. So I have a couple homegirls that make fun of me. They're like, Mel, why are you being a gatekeeper? I'm like, bro, I'm not. <laughs> it's like I let you guys know when I can. Yeah, but I always like I always tag or like I always add in my pictures. Like, right. oh, this is from Nike or this is from Amazon or random stuff like that's that. That's really cool. Yeah. And. Honestly, it's just as a guy looking like on the other side, like you guys get so much stuff in terms of like apparel, like for yeah. women, like it's so accessible, like to find a cheap pair of shorts, like just gym shorts for a guy, it probably costs like 50, 60 bucks. Whereas women can find a pair of leggings or like, you know, like high waisted shorts for like maybe yeah. 10, 15 bucks. And that's yeah, that's sure. the part that sucks. But no, I will definitely say that, you know, I'm big on that too. Cause you know, the brand that I kind of rep, it's they're very big on their shorts like they really like Mm. they really make really good quality shorts and just in terms of like you know very appealing so when anyone comes up to me which it's been a good amount of people and i i'm appreciative of it like i don't ever be like oh i don't know who you are thanks bro but i'm like here here's a link like go get them bro like they do this this is a drop every time it goes like every once a month type thing but i really feel like you got to be that way because yeah you know some people just want to look good just like you there's no point they're gonna find it either way it's like might as well be the one to let them know Uh uh-huh yeah, and I'm, I always try to do that and be like, yeah, I'll send you the link or on my story and be like, oh, I got it from here. Like, this is the actual, yeah. um, what's it called, website and everything like that. So. so what's your favorite gym apparel brand right now? Um, For leggings, honestly, it's like the hit or miss on like um, Amazon, like the little hidden. What's your, okay, what's your most challenging part about leggings, like finding good quality leggings? Is there one or do you? I would like say like obviously, you know, if you work out hard, you're gonna get sweat marks no matter what. But I would say my favorite is definitely Alphalete, but it depends okay. on a certain brand. But I'm really into like wearing shorts, so um, I would say like uh, what's it called? I would uh, Gymshark. They're similar ones that I'm wearing right now. Okay. But, um, and then there's also what's the other brand? Yeah, Gymshark too, and then what else? Uh, Alphalete. And then just my friends, like small brands, you know, like they come yeah. out with shorts. So. 
I don't know. I'm not really like all name brandy always. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of like whatever yeah, crosses your like mind. Yeah, like Hidden you Finds, it. you know, or Nike. Sometimes Nike has some good ones. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of people out there, too, that I feel like, you know, they'll try out. They'll be the one to try out the this, the new like leggings or new apparel that drops. Oh, and I, just yeah, get, like, I like a those good types on of it. videos. Yeah, the reviews. Yeah, I'm just like, dang, I appreciate people like that because I know they're kind of sacrificing. Like it could be hit and miss. It's 50 50. It could be. And like, then they sell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, all right, guys, I got this. This is how it looks. And it ends up ripping. And it's just like, oh, all right, yeah. well, I'm not going to buy these again. Well, there goes forty dollars down the drain. But. You know, yeah. they get a lot of views and get a lot of likes because people want to know what's going on with stuff yeah. like that. Like, I is think, it worth it? Is it not? Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And then, I mean, I'm a big shoe guy. So what what are your favorite shoes to, like, do? And I feel like leg day is the only thing that you can kind of, you know, put that to a test. So what do you wear on, like, what kind of shoes do you wear on leg day? Uh, Converse and Vans. Yeah. They're just always my go-to. Um, I did get the, what's it called? The Cortez. Yeah, okay. They're stiff. I can't. They're nice shoes, don't get uh-huh. me wrong, but to wear on leg day, I just can't. I like like the mobility of it because you on right. leg day, it's actually really good to have your ankle mobility mm-hmm. versus being locked out. But yeah, it's nice to have like your ankles protected, but you're still able to move with chucks or yeah, vans. that makes sense. That that, yeah. that does, and I feel like you can't really go wrong unless there's a shoe out there that has like that arch with it, and you're mm-hmm. trying to like I see some people that do you know leg days with that arch, and I'm like, dang man, like. Props to you because yeah. that's not that's not looking too good for me because I yeah. can already just feel my knees and your knees knee. and yeah. just not doing too well. But again, it goes back to the knowledge. And I feel, you know, in terms of just where we're going and heading with this, like mm-hmm. starting now with what you're trying to do with, you know, I don't know what kind of what kind of age or ages are you targeting to try and get this knowledge out? Um, Well, I have cousin like, you know, my cousins are on in high uh-huh. school and stuff. So you kind of start to see them get in that like oh, I got to start looking good for him or her, you know? Yeah. And okay. it kind of, like, breaks my heart because it's like, hey, don't, you know, don't think bad about yourself. Right. And they start body shaming themselves. So for me, it's, like, around 15 or 16, that's kind of, like, the age that, you know. It's, and a, and it's a different ballgame for women, too. Like, man, that's... Like, but you know what's that's, crazy? That's tough. I went to the gym the other day, and I, I seen this girl. These two girls, they look... I'm pretty sure they're, like, 15 or 16. Uh-huh. And, um... She was doing something wrong, but I was like, hey, like, would you like help or like, okay. I, I went up to her like nice and everything like, no, no. And she was all like, just really, really like stern on that. And I was like, dang, like, I don't know if they're intimidated by us, like at this age, like 20s. Yeah. And don't want to take the help. So for me, it's like, how can I like kind of be in their shoes for them to see like I'm not bashing on them. I, I'm genuinely trying that's that's it's, tough it's, that's really challenging because i feel like i i don't put myself in situations like that because of something like that happening yeah. and i don't know i would just have a different mindset because i'd be like damn right then like but you know like, kids you that around that age yeah have that especially if they're that young like i kind of would give them the benefit of the doubt at the end of the day but i think again it's just really it's really tough because they probably saw some tiktok influencer yeah. doing it they probably saw someone doing it which again they're like sponges they're just doing whatever they see but you know to kind of be closed off and who knows maybe they're like i don't know who she is i don't know if she's doing it the right way either yeah true but yeah that's just it's a hard ball game to play because for sure it's kind of like you gotta do i want to go that route or yeah you gotta have a lot of like courage to be able to step out and do that because you can't only just do that to that girl you got to be able to be like you know what i gotta stay consistent with all this because if i'm only doing it to her then who am i to sit there and tell someone else and just you know 
that's that's, so that's tough. A, yeah, it's a tough audience to kind of reach. Um, I like a good or what challenge. about what about it? What if it was like two 15 to 16 year old boys? Would you have done the same thing? Funny story. It's always the moms that come up to us. They're like, hey, like your son or my son saw you like they're like really like intrigued. Like, uh-huh. Could you train them sometimes? It's always the oh, moms that yeah. come up to okay. me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I believe it. I've had that before. And then they're over there like giggling. They're like over there flexing. Their yeah, thing. yeah. I want to look like, you know, that happens to me back home They're a lot. all flexing and you're probably like, boy, I could probably squat with yours. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. <laughs> it's like up. you never know who's watching. That's really. true. You never know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I think so it's, for me, it's achievable exciting. for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's something that you can achieve, but you really got to have that personality to sit there and be like, you know what, more often than not, maybe I'm probably going to get told like no or like fuck yeah, off yeah. type shit. But, you know, if you have that you know personality to do that, I think that's great because mm-hmm. someone needs to do it. You know, not everyone can be. Not the, always, you know, there's sometimes where I'm like, I yeah, I think it, you know? I think it depends depends on situation too because you get those people that go in there and again like you can tell from a mile away they just feel like they're entitled to every little thing they got their stuff laid out everywhere and they're not being respectful about it they're being very rude and making sure that they're known like oh I'm dominant I'm the one that's putting up all this weight and they're pulling with their back first and then yeah. you know legs and it's just like yeah I'm not gonna tell him what he's doing wrong because he's probably just gonna go off on me or she's gonna go off yeah. on me but uh, but then there's times where I'm like oh yeah or even on my own story, sometimes I'll be like, hey, I was going this heavy and I know yeah. I was a little sloppy, but like it's bound to happen when you're trying to like push yourself a little harder. Right. Or, like, it's not always going to be perfect form, but it's. Yeah. And that's where I get so frustrated with some of these TikTok people that, you know, they have, they always have something perfection. to say. Yeah. Like they always have something to say. And my, the biggest pet peeve I have is when it comes to squat, like regardless mm. women or men, like everyone has a different squat depth that they can get to. Like some mm-hmm. people's ankles are not as mobile as other people's ankles. Mm-hmm. Some people's knees are just not meant to go heavy. Like for me, it's very challenging for me to go anything past 225. Even right now, like I was putting up three plates when I was in college and my back Shoot. just fucked me over for that dude. Like I was probably weighing 160, putting up 315 to 375 for like four or five reps. And I just can't do that anymore. My back can't yeah. carry it. And now I'll only do 225 for reps. And I feel like people are just so huge in like putting up as much weight as you can. And it's like, that's not the case Uh -uh. for some people. You can't build muscle like that. And like the hip dips and everything, like just getting taught what a hip dip was and just, you know, breaking parallel and going all the way to the floor. Sometimes it's not necessary. Um, And that's the one thing. That's why I truly like love the sport of body bodybuilding is because yes, you can go heavy, but then, over time, like as I start to get leaner, that's uh-huh. to tie it back in. Um, I'm going baby weight, high, higher reps. But, you know, people are like, why is she doing that much low weight? But it's because you're contracting the muscle a lot more. And I'm yeah. really big on that's my style of training is uh, mind and muscle connection versus doing all the heavy weight for what? True. Yeah. True. I got corrected. It's about wink. Yeah, Thanks. About wink. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> she, like I said, she. I'm open to saying like she taught me a lot about what it was like to really understand my body and, you know, get into a right, you know, sort of program. Like she put on 15 pounds for me and I was in less than a month and a half. So like six weeks and I was That's good. That's crazy. Good. And it's just being open to like anyone's willing to teach you that knows more than you. And it's yeah. just got to be open to it yeah, really yeah. though. Cause if you're not open to it, it's just really challenging to stick in your own ways. And you know, I was, yeah. I had probably had one of the worst squat, you know, um, what do you call it? forms and like in my life and you know being able to switch things up 
it's just a crazy amount of like knowledge that you can get that can change so yeah, much. Yeah. And I'm sure you understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't need to be embarrassed about it. It's like no. we're, we're all trying to help mm-hmm. each other grow, learn. And then from I'm I'm still learning a lot. Like there's I learned from guys and I learned yeah. from other women. Like it, there's a lot to learn. Yeah, and there is. Well, I enjoyed honestly switching over from doing conventional squats and deadlifts to try and grow legs and mm-hmm. going to straight strictly like there was a couple days out of my splits where I was doing straight machines. I would not even touch like a squat rack or touch it and just mm-hmm. the the <clears throat> isolation muscles and like isolating your muscles and single leg stuff is huge for you. And it's huge for a lot of people that can't really grow that in a squat or, or a deadlift or leg press. And another thing, too, is what I'm starting to learn is people ask me how many times you, hit, you know, yeah. Get asked how many times they hit legs? I tell them three times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, they're like, "Why? Like you're hitting glutes? This? No. You break it down. You hit quads. That's one day for me. Right. Hamstrings and then glute for a focus for the next. So a lot of people automatically assume like, "Oh my god!" But like once you break it down, you have to uh, break down the anatomy of it. Yeah. Break down your muscle and also too, I'm not over here. Like I'm not going heavy. I'm not pring every week. Right. I'm either slowing it down, working on the contraction, or I'll do like a hit or a, you know hit high intensity workout, mm-hmm. or um, you know just and and that's a little like verbiage. A lot of people are like, "Oh my god, what is that?" Like, they yeah, they get confused. Yeah, they don't yeah. understand what or it's they like. They think that's what they're doing, but in reality, no, they're not. You know. So. Well, and that's funny because I've always seen like a PR, and I've always been taught like your PR shouldn't ever be something that you're doing for one rep unless you're competing for a certain yeah. like competition. Yeah. PR should be something that you can get for five to six reps at a yep, good form, five to six, uh-huh. you know, and that's what I was, I was always taught. So, you know, coming out and now seeing all these kids, they're like, Oh, I hit a PR for one. And I'm just like, Oh, like what, what are you trying to accomplish? Like everyone's trying to accomplish a certain thing, but you know, just seeing those and it's usually high schoolers just go in and just start PRing. Like there's a certain, a certain amount of kids that go in every day that you see yeah. and they're just hitting PR on bench every day, every single day. And I'm like, dude, come on now, like work towards something like you're hurting mm-hmm. yourself and like you're you're making yourself you're prolonging the injury that you're about to get and you know maybe you stop lifting at 30 or maybe stop lifting at 25 and you mess something up and that's the scary part about it yeah yeah for sure thank thank god i've been going to get adjusted because they they were telling me they're like it the more pressure like my neck everything like that Uh like and also with competing since we get to such a low body fat percentage i I did get on i injured my rotator cuff oh really from posing and you know holding the oh, poses shoot. for x amount of time because we're on stage not even you know five minutes yeah but your body is so fatigued and so tiny like when you're ho- holding those poses you're like skin and bones up there all the time that's true and a rotator yeah. cuff is a pretty big one too like yeah. that's that's yeah that's i think it's huge to talk about something like that because you only see the show from the outside part of it mm-hmm. you're just like they're just posing really and they just get to lift every day and get to build that up but yeah not knowing what could possibly happen in the mix of that or even on show day, you mm-hmm. know, someone tearing something and that's it. Passing out. That's yeah. the biggest oh, thing shoot. too, that's, passing out. That's crazy. Because we actually would take a shot of tequila or whatever, vodka right uh-huh. before on stage because it, it dries you out. Yeah. So that your muscle. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. So your muscles uh, show more on stage either to dry you out. There's a lot of science with competing too. There's, yeah, there's a lot of back end stuff that I had no idea or even mm-hmm. thought of what would, would make it a big deal because, you know, I watch a couple of, you know, influencers that have done shows before and it doesn't like it breaks down a little bit based off their diet and their sleeping schedule and what they're doing on gym, like at the gym. No life. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That's, 
that's tough or just hanging out with someone just in, like bulking compared to someone that's cutting like that's just a totally mm-hmm. different type of realm but no i feel like we could go down this track you know for hours and hours and I, again i appreciate you for coming on and you know just sharing with us like what it's like to be in you know the sort of realm that you're in right now and how successful you're doing which is really awesome you know mm-hmm. um i definitely think it would be something to you know go more in depth with you know on another episode too mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed being here. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was fun, for sure. But, no, I appreciate your time. And, um, again, I hope you have, you know, the most success with what you're doing. And, you know, when showtime comes, I hope you compete to the best of your ability. Yes. It's going to be dope. <laughs>